What's up, everyone? Back for another episode of Locked On Bucks. We've got a couple of special guests with us today. Ben Brust from the Bucks Radio Network is here for his first appearance on the pod. And also, uh, young Bruce, who is yawning right now, which is not a good uh, sign for the start of this show. But hey, as we're recording this, the All-Star Reserves have just been announced. We're going to talk about Chris Milton making it. We're also going to talk about Drew Holiday not making uh, the All-Star Reserves. So we're going to get into that and then look ahead to this West Coast uh, road trip. So let's get into it. Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Good for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win to Locked On Bucks. I'm your host, Kane Pittman. You can see and hear me on this show every weekday and also find my work over at ESPN. And as I said at the start in the intro, joined today by Ben Brast of the Bucks Radio Network. First season on the call, uh, night in and night out for Ben. It's been a, a joy for me to listen to the radio calls when I'm out and about, maybe going for a walk in the car, going for a drive. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, before I bring Ben in, we do thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen of each and every weekday we really appreciate it whether it's the audio version or the youtube uh version that uh if you're here you would have seen young bruce we love it when dogs come on the show and ben uh, not to steal your thunder here your first time on the show but brucey boy uh that's uh that's one cute pup you got there he's a good dude and he just wants attention and i, <laughs> and I think it's my fault i've trained him to just be needy and so that is all on me but yeah uh, I'm really happy to be here. I've loved that uh, being a part of the Bucks radio network and the broadcast and just being a part of the world champions, man, uh, to see Giannis play as much as I do. Like you, sometimes you take it for granted. And I think the funniest thing was there was a little bit of a lull, you know, in January that we all felt the record sh- showing that for itself. And all it took was Montrez Harrell to unleash the beast and re- remind the rest of the NBA that at any moment Giannis has the ability to put not just his team but the other team on his back and just get it done. Yeah, no question. I, I'm glad you said that sometimes we take it for granted because I can 100% agree with that because I didn't think that I was going to be flying back to Australia and doing this from long distance. And when you're there, you see Giannis, you're very fortunate to be in a position where you see him up close all the time. And it is something that I can 100% say is not quite the same in terms of just the the physical nature of this uh, crazy human being that does what he does. Uh, there's nothing like it seen it live. So uh, you guys have been doing a great job. We're going to talk about Chris Middleton uh, making the All Star team in the Eastern Conference. Before we do, just quickly, you're on the, you're in the analyst chair on the, on a nightly basis with these games and. Uh, it is a very, and I've never done it, so I'm, I'm not saying this from a point of experience, but it is a really difficult job to be a radio analyst. And people say, well, why? What's the difference between a TV analyst? But when people can't see what's going on, uh, the play-by-play man, Dave Kane, who's also doing a fantastic job and has a fantastic last name, they have to tell everyone what's going on. So you have maybe two, three seconds, get your point in, It'd be insightful for the listeners and then get out of the way for Dave Kane. It's a tough job. 
Yeah, coming from the TV world, people can yes. see the TV. And if yes. I talk over, I talk over. You got eyes and you can use them. Um, and, you know, it's been fun sort of working through that, right? Uh, there are some some games. We do love our national televised games where we get a little bit extra time coming back yeah. from break to hit on some things. Uh, I'd also say it is a luxury that Giannis goes to the game on av- uh, f- the free throw line on average about 11 <laughs> times per game. So free throws is a good chance to jump in, describe maybe a play that happened, uh, you know, possession before. Uh, but like you said, uh, I do a talk radio show. So, yes. <laughs> you know, sometimes two or three seconds uh, is tough to re- remember to do. But um, it's important in radio to tell what's going on. But also we want to provide a why, you know, you can you can hear what's going on. But you also want to know why is what Dave Kane happened saying happened. So the Eastern or the All-Star Reserves for both conferences have just been announced in the last half an hour before we started recording. So this is perfect timing. Normally doesn't work out that way with podcasting. But let's go through the East to start. So James Harden, Jason Tatum, Zach Levine, Fred Van Fleet is a first-time All-Star. I believe he's the fourth All-Star undrafted uh, player to make an All-Star team. Uh, Bucks fans, uh, let's say they don't exactly love Fred Van Fleet, uh, given the history going back in years. But shout out to Freddie. Jimmy Butler makes it. Darius Garland from the Cavs have been one of the surprise teams. And then Chris Milton does make this team. So I think a lot of those Eastern Conference reserves probably we could have predicted. Is anything stand out to you uh, from these names, Ben? You know, it it does, to be honest. (laughs) And um, look, I think Chris Middleton's an unbelievable player. There is no doubt. But um, in my opinion, I mean, look, I just think Drew has had a better first half of the season thus far. And even statistically, it shows um, he averages more assists, a little bit less, like a half a rebound, one point less. He's got less turnovers, more steals. But beyond that, like his impact, he's when, when Drew Holiday is on the floor with only reserves, his numbers are better than when just Giannis or Chris are on the court with just the reserves. And not to mention – he is the most underrated player in the NBA because he is the he's a top five two-way player in the NBA. I don't care what anyone says. The way he's able to guard every position on the floor, it is unbelievable. And he has such a keen sense of when to do things on the defensive end that you can't teach. You can't teach how Drew Holiday knows that if I have X guy in the corner and I see an opportunity to come help or just go in like there was a possession a couple games ago where he got his hands on the ball twice and came up with a steal in the fourth quarter when that that wasn't a, a designed double team or a designed help it was just Drew being Drew and when you have somebody with the instincts like him it's just so undervalued i mean he's he single-handedly changed the nba finals last year when drew holiday flew to the olympics they modeled their mentality through Drew Holiday, who just got off a plane. I mean, he is, I am a Drew Holiday stan account. You won't hear me find anything to, you won't hear me find me saying anything bad about him other than the eight turnover game that he had. And maybe (laughs) other than the free throw shooting prior to him coming back from health and safety protocols and his ankle injury, but he's unreal. And I think he's deserving of an all-star. That doesn't mean Chris isn't, but it's hard to have three Milwaukee Bucks um, on an all-star team. And so if, if you have a couple of fringe guys, I can see why 
they only went with one. And, and Chris has been an all-star before, and him and Giannis did win, you know, and, and you know, there's the story, the story of Chris and Giannis building the Bucks. I think there's some equity in that when you think about why Chris Middleton um, got another all-star appearance. So we'll get to Chris, but I think you're right. There is a storyline that's going to be about Drew, certainly among uh, Bucks fans, because I, I think your point that he's underappreciated is really uh, the main one to focus in on here, because he is, because he is such a unique player. And just in general, defense, particularly on the perimeter, I don't think gets the respect it deserves, because a, a big part of this, and this is something we've discussed previously, certainly during the postseason, if you're a perimeter defender in the NBA at the moment, a lot of the times you can have incredible possessions. You can have incredible games and you might be playing on a guy that's still going to put up 30 points. That is the nature of defending on the perimeter in the NBA right now. So I just think in general, what he's able to do night in, night out is overlooked. I, I think the second part of it that that hurt him, because the one thing we know, and the assistant coaches do the voting for the all-star reserves, uh, we can confirm that players and coaches love Drew Holiday. They love this guy. I mean, he has the respect. He might be underappreciated by your your quote-unquote casual fan, but not among the coaches. But I, I think what we saw in January did hurt. And we've always said this as well. If you're a two-time, once you pick up that second All-Star uh, berth, they, they tend to roll on and roll on. Now, Chris Milton missed out last year. That was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, but it made sense based on what we saw in the playoffs last year, certainly from a scoring perspective for Chris that he was going to get that. And I just don't think the Bucs were any chance of ever having three. The record probably doesn't warrant it. Yeah, no, I, I think I think you said it, right? If this team had the best record in the NBA, um, but let's let's be honest here, it was rocky for, for Drew at the start of the season. He wasn't finishing yeah. around the rim. Uh, Chris Middleton hasn't had his best statistical season, but I will say, I think Chris has been playing a little bit better. They, they weren't winning games. But you also got to remember, it was just Giannis and Chris for a little bit. And Chris started to find his shooting stroke, you know, shooting above 40% from three, 45 over a 10-game stretch. Um, and you had guys flying in, like Pat Connaughton flew in for a game. And so the record, like there's there's so many factors that go into it. And you mentioned some of those those other names. I can see why Darius Garland is an all-star. Because when you think about the Bucs coming off the world championship and what their record is, and for Cleveland to have a very similar record and to have nobody, you know, in the all-star game represented, that would seem a little bit off. And Darius Garland is, is very deserving. Fred Van Vliet, very similar numbers to Drew Holiday in, um, you know, in a stretch where I remember when we played Toronto – um, and it was no bueno. Um, <laughs> at the time, Drew and, and Fred Van Vliet had both been playing their best 10-game stretch, and their numbers were identical on offense and defense. But again, Fred Van Vliet doing it as the primary yeah. guy for the Raptors. So, they're, they're, again, that just helps your chances a little bit more um, as some of these guys are having their best seasons. There's a, there's the storyline element, you know, whether it's – in the NFL, right, it becomes a narrative. Like, what narrative is the best narrative? And, and people who vote are, are human beings. They read articles and they they see the um, the different guys that are making runs on their respective teams, and it goes into the thought process. So the positional stuff is also worth mentioning here. Uh, yeah, arguably easier to get a spot as a forward in the Eastern Conference. You look at some of the guards that made James Harden. Now, I will listen to people that want to make a case that he shouldn't have been there. Certainly, if you watch Harden night to night, 
it hasn't been all that impressive. The the eye test is not uh, checking out with James Harden so far this year. The Nets are looking terrible without KD right now. Anyway, I'm not surprised that Harden made it, but some of the other guards, uh, obviously Garland and, and Van Fleet, as you mentioned, as a one all-star on those teams that, again, are around the mix in a, in a bunched-up Eastern Conference. I can buy that. That makes sense. It's it's fine. I, I'm not someone that goes crazy about snubs and those types of things anyway. Correct. So uh, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. All these guys are having great seasons. I want to get to Chris Middleton, though, after I talk about Bet Online. Uh, which has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues to march to the Super Bowl, uh, which is coming up here in about a week and a half. But betonline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, uh, as well as real-time updates of the games that are currently on, so you can keep an eye with the NBA stuff there. But don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. So, on the Locked On Podcast Network, don't forget to check out our trade deadline show that's going to be running through the deadline. We'll have our uh, experts, our hosts from all the shows around the NBA. They'll have you covered if there are any major deals that go down. Uh, we're around a week away. I said yesterday, I got ahead of myself. I was thinking Australian time. But now, as we record this, we're under seven days away. So make sure you check out the Locked On Podcast Network trade deadline show. Uh, let's get to Chris Milton, though. So, uh, you know, I, I do get a little bit frustrated. And I've been a long time Chris Milton fan. Well before I was doing this media stuff and I was able to just be a fan and I felt comfortable uh, buying Bucks gear and going to the stop, drinking drinking beers in the stands. I, I remember, I've told this story before, but I remember I went into the Bucks store. This was during the 2015 playoffs. And uh, I was like, I'm going to get some Bucks gear while I'm at this game. What should I buy? And I decided to buy a Chris Middleton jersey. And the lady at the counter ridiculed me for not buying Giannis and buying Chris Middleton. She's like, why are you, why would you buy Chris Middleton? He's, he's going to be gone in a couple of seasons. I said, mark my words, this man will be an all-star in Milwaukee before it's done. Now, he's a three-time all-star. And, again, critically underrated. I've seen some stuff on Twitter. A lot of fans around the league are saying, why would you give Chris Milton an all-star berth? He doesn't deserve it. Just on his numbers this season. So he's up to 19.6 points per game. Uh, 23 points roughly in January. We spoke about it yesterday on the show. 48% from the field, 40% from three in the month of January. Like you said, while the Bucs weren't picking up wins, his production went up. He's getting six rebounds, six assists as well. Uh, by the per 36 numbers, he's actually really now back to around where he is every year and where he's been in previous All-Star seasons. And quite frankly, I think that we should be understanding that every other star in the league gets the benefit of what did they do in the playoffs? What have they done in on the big stage? And that counts towards All-Star nods. So I'm sick to death of these random other NBA fans from other teams saying Chris Middleton didn't did it. If we go back to the postseason last year and people will say it doesn't matter, it does. It counts for every other player. He had 35 points in Game 3 against Brooklyn, 38 in Game 6 against Brooklyn, 38 in Game 3 against Atlanta, 32 to close out Atlanta. He had 40 in Game 4 of the Finals, 29 in Game 5 of the Finals, that game they won on the road. So I think Chris Milton deserves a little more damn respect. Game seven was ridiculous. Game seven against the Hawks was absolutely ridiculous in a game in which Giannis was out in a game in which typically Chris Middleton does not necessarily played his best basketball without Giannis on the floor. He showed up. I mean, that third quarter, it didn't matter where he caught the ball. It didn't matter who was guarding him. He found rhythm and he carried the team 
scoring the first, I was 15 straight. Yeah. I mean, he was unreal. And so, yes, I mean, you can point to Brooklyn, you can point to the finals, but to me, that was my Chris Middleton moment. Not that I didn't believe in Chris Middleton prior to that in terms of what you're talking about. When do you start getting the benefit of the doubt? When do you start getting the respect of, you know, the like, like you mentioned, James Harden, he's getting it because of a, of a resume, you know, of the long-term resume to me. Chris Middleton, I will remember forever, is the guy who got Giannis to the NBA Finals for both of them to close out the deal, right? When Giannis saying, Chris, we did it, man, we did it. Giannis isn't able to say that if Chris Middleton doesn't show up in Game 7, and not to mention Drew Holiday just unreal around the rim in the fourth quarter. Yeah, no doubt. And I I think you've already pointed to it, but there has to be a little bit of prior recognition in these awards, particularly in a season where you look across some of the the guys and we already mentioned James Harden. There's obviously some prior stuff there, but a guy like Jimmy Butler who gets an all-star nod, he's only played 30 games. Why is he in the all-star? Because probably the coaches looked at it and said, well, Miami's got a pretty damn good record. They probably need an all-star. I guess we'll put Jimmy Butler in there. So my point is you can point your finger at a number of players at the all-star reserves, but for me, Chris Milton's not the guy. Yeah, and that, so this is a, a, a really Wisconsin local college basketball thing. But when the Wisconsin Badgers are good and they win a Big Ten title, they might sometimes they may not have a player that's in the top ten of scoring averages in conference play. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. and so, like you gotta you, you gotta pick somebody. And I think that that's your point about Jimmy Butler is. You know, Bam was out. Like, it, yeah. it's not going to be Tyler Hero. Like, Sorry, you know what Tyler, I mean? So no, it, was, no. it was like they're going to pick the name also because that's a draw. Jimmy Butler is a name. He's a draw. Um, not in compared to the uh, starters of the All Star game, but you get my overall point. And I think Miami fans are going to be like, yeah, you know, like they're going to use that too. We have a blank time All Star in Jimmy Butler on our team. You know, just like we now can say six-time All-Star with Giannis and three-time All-Star with Chris. No doubt about that. I want to get to consistency a little bit as we keep talking about Chris Milton because one player that I was trying to, and it was difficult to do during the postseason, but one player I was trying to bring a comparison to is just the way that Devin Booker is covered uh, and then the way that Chris Milton is covered. And it's interesting. You look at the numbers, you make your own judgment. Uh, before I do that, I'll talk about Bilt Bar. Uh, everyone knows I love Built Bar, Ben. I, I don't know if Justin has been willing to share uh, a Built Bar with you during the broadcast. No, he, he doesn't like me. He doesn't share things with me. Very selfish. Well, I, look, I'm generally an unselfish guy, but when it comes to Built Bar, I, I would probably be hesitant about sharing as well, to be fair. But it is a new year, which means everyone has New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in the diet plan there. It's a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar, better than a candy bar in my opinion, but it's healthy for you. 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, uh, 17 grams of protein. You can compare that to any other bar, protein bar in the market, and uh, it's not going to be comparable. Built Bar is the number one. So, And I uh, need that because I'm yeah. playing hoops again, and I got first time I'm playing back-to-back, and I know it's not back-to-back in the NBA, <laughs> But when I sit down all day and don't stretch after I play, a back-to-back is a dangerous thing. I'm telling you, Built Bar is the way to go. You should see the flavors. There's coconut almond, peanut butter, uh, peanut butter brownie, raspberry cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie. Uh, so there'll be something there for you, Ben. There's no doubt about that. Well, no, all, all... You hit me with five of them already, but I was like, yep, yep, yep. 
literally all you have to do is go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. So when it comes to consistency, I mentioned Devin Booker, and I know there's going to be people out there rolling their eyes. They're saying, well, Devin Booker is a superstar. You can't compare Chris Milton to Devin Booker. Well, I, I think you actually can, particularly when it comes to the conversation around consistency, because this is what you always hear, and you'll hear it from Bucks fans. Well, Chris Milton is inconsistent. He's an inconsistent player. Well, i got to break it to you guys. This is the NBA. This is the the life of a volume scorer, of a number one option on the perimeter, which is what Chris Milton is in his team. Does he always have the ball in his hands? No, but he is the guy that they'll throw the ball to and say, hey, get us a bucket. And he's uh, the Tough Shot Express. We know this with Chris Milton. So Devin Booker this year, who everyone said is an automatic all-star. He's averaging five more points per game than Chris Milton this season. Uh, but he's also taken five more shots per game. So you work that out. You want to give Chris Milton, if you really want Chris Milton to get 25 points a game, give him five more shots and he will do that for you. And when it comes to consistency, all the top guys are inconsistent and they'll have their off nights. So I went back to the game log from last year's postseason where uh, Devin Booker was having this breakout performance, superstar. Everyone loves Devin Booker. Some of the shooting performances he had across the playoffs, 6 for 19, 5 for 16, 5 for 21, 5 for 22, 8 for 21, 3 for 14, and 8 for 22. So yes, he had big games, but not shocking to anyone who watches the NBA. He also had some rough nights. This is the life of a scorer. So the consistency conversation with Chris Milton has always been overblown for me. Over the course of the season, you know what you're going to get. 20 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. Yeah, he's going to have some off nights. That's what happens. You know, I think the Devin Booker thing as well is the way Devin has to score at his size. I mean, he's he's still a big shooting guard. He's still, you know, yeah. a decently sized wing. But Chris has more length and height. So Devin has to be a volume scorer and or just a you know scorer in general by creating a, a lot more space. So his step backs and being more creative um with his separation moves. Whereas Chris, Chris can thrive with somebody. You know, if if I had Bruce the dog on me, if somebody's <laughs> right in Chris's grill, Chris will still rise and fire and knock down that shot. Now, it, it's two different styles of getting their points, um, but one is flashier than the other. I think I think Devin's is, but it doesn't make Chris's any less effective, to your point. Um, and I think also what is undervalued in Chris is there are so many times that I've watched a Bucks game in the past, and now I've confirmed my theories as I watched the box score and Chris is two of nine and then he's got shooters amnesia. He doesn't care about two of nine. It's the fourth quarter. You give it to him on the wing. You need your bucket getter to get a bucket and he finds that silky smooth mid range J and he knocks it in. So I tend to think it's, it's, it's unfair to judge Chris Middleton on that consistency level, because even when he's inconsistent in terms of, if, if he has that five for 21 game that Devin Booker had, I guarantee one of those five was a massive bucket and a critical moment for their team when they needed it most. Well, there's no doubt. And to be clear, I'm not saying that Chris Milton is a better player than Devin Booker. I'm not saying he's a, even a similar player to Devin Booker. It's just making a comparison of a guy that that is a seen as, widely seen as a superstar caliber player in the NBA that also goes through it. It's difficult. And like you said... Uh, the best players in the league 
will catch fire when you need them most. Again, go back to and watch last year's postseason, and it was uh, in the third quarter. It was in the fourth quarter when he was having those 20-point outbursts. That's what stars do. He's probably never going to be viewed on that level, but I'll continue to push for it. That's uh, that's that's the point um, I'm making here with Chris Milton. And he's not as cool. You said that Devin Booker might look cooler. So this is the thing. Chris Milton doesn't, and by the way, he doesn't care about this, but he's never going to be viewed as a quote-unquote cool NBA player because he just rocks up. He's quiet. He doesn't like doing the media. He he doesn't wear you know crazy outfits or, or show up in sports cars like Devin Booker does. He doesn't do any of that, which does count to how you're viewed in the the wider NBA landscape. I'm okay with that though. You yes. know what I mean? It keeps every, him, it every keeps Bucks him, fan should be. Yeah, it keeps him under the radar. Um, and like it, it, and I will be glad if we continue to have people be shocked by Chris Middleton hitting a a tough shot in a late game situation because. Because he's been doing it. And so if yeah. you're just if you're shocked by it, you're just not paying attention anymore. No, I agree. But anyway, we can we can draw it close to this Chris Middleton conversation. But just in general, it's it's been a, a bugbear of mine for multiple years. And also just from Bucks fans as well, that I just think, you know, we're gonna look back at Chris Milton and now you have the title, you have the multi, multi all-star appearances that he's going to have, and you're gonna look back at it and he's gonna be one of the best. He's gonna be one of the best that have played for Milwaukee when you include the longevity, the numbers the big game oh, yeah. moments that he's had. So all-time three-point scorer. I mean, like, like well, how is that forgotten already? Just a bit of respect for Chris. That's all we're asking for here. Yeah. How have you diagnosed, and this has been something that we've been talking about, but you're you're in arena, particularly the, these home games. You spoke about the, the rut that I think everyone, literally I'm sitting at home and I'm like, oh man, this is a long regular season. Playoffs are coming. Uh, so I get it. I'm very understanding of how the, the motivation or the night-to-night grind starts to catch up with these guys. How have you diagnosed the January basketball that we've seen from the Bucks? So I think we can simplify it to that because, like, sometimes I'll be up at the booth or Dave will be up at the booth and you'll be watching the game and you'll be like, man, this is a long season. <laughs> they're human too. Yeah. You know, they're competitors. They want to win, but they're also just like us and they understand the grind, not to mention – they have owned their division. So the fact that Cleveland's good, they still have to see the Bulls three more times, and there's obviously bad blood there. My point is, you're going to get the best shot from everybody. So they're getting the best shot from everybody in the league because they're world champions. And then they're getting like a double best shot because they're going to get the best shot in the conference and the, or the division. And they're going to get the best shot because some of these teams are sick of getting their brains beaten by the Bucks year in and year out i.e. Cleveland and Chicago. So, you know, I, I am curious how those Chicago games go ever since the, you know, the Grayson Allen incident. I do air quotes because um, I don't want to get uh, into that too much. Um, but look, the way I look at it as well is I think this team knows they've learned that they can win the most regular season games. They did it twice. What did that get them? It didn't get them any further than they did when they finished third. You know, they they win an NBA championship not having the best regular season record. And I think there's a little bit of let's get to the all-star break. I, to be honest, they miss Brooke. And if I'm them, I miss Brooke. Do I think the team has developed because Brooke has been out? Absolutely. Bobby Portis has showed us more than any of us would have ever imagined. I've seen Bobby hit floaters. I've seen Bobby hit turnaround mid-range. He's catch and shoot three from pitchbacks to corner threes. He's taken one dribble step-ins. 
He's developed. Giannis has developed by having to play the five. Uh, Drew Holl, like they've all had a gang rebound. Like there are so many things that they have developed from, but you get sick of doing, you know, you don't want to do that for as long as they've been doing without Brooke Lopez. So to me, it was positive to get an update from coach Budenholzer about Brooke Lopez. Um, I think there's an all-star break element to this. They know they're getting close, um, but they're also in a, in a weird spot because there's a bunch of clump teams in the Eastern conference that are not that far apart from like one to five. And you don't want to be anywhere lower than that. You do want to, I think, live in the top three so you can have some home court advantage. So there's a lot of factors that play into it. And so I guess to summarize, they're the world champions getting everyone's best shot. Miss Brooke Lopez and they're human and just want to get to the all-star break and move towards, you know, the stretch run. I think the central division stuff is is actually pretty noteworthy because if you look back to previous years and this and these wins all add up, but even just the matchups against the Cavs and and also the Bulls, you had eight automatic wins for the last three seasons. It's it's not the case. Even if you split those games now and it's four and four, then that's four wins off your total, and you go from fifty five wins to fifty one, and then you add in a few other weird results like we've had this year. So that's a good point. Uh, Brooke, just on Brooke Lopez quickly, so you you mentioned an update. So he's going to travel with the team out west. A big part of that is he's just going to get a an update from the surgeon uh, from the back surgery. So we'll see. I'm not uh, I'm not reading into that as it means that he's uh, two weeks away or anything like that. I think there's still a fair journey ahead of Brooke Lopez. Everything that we've heard and seen, he's not doing a lot right now. But uh, you know. The hope he gets a good report back from the surgeon with how everything's looking. It's I think a that step, that would be, right? yeah, it's a, it's, step. A step. it's a step. It is a step, and uh, I think at this point, with what we've seen from the Bucks and how tired they're looking, and uh, any type of hint of optimism that Brook Lopez could return uh, feels like uh, it's a pretty, pretty nice thing to hear for the Bucks. Uh, make sure you check out the Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. If you're into that type of thing, they'll have you covered uh, there. But uh, road trip. Ben, so uh, you just get to sit on the couch and watch these games, these late night games. Is that what we're dealing with? Oh, I, it, it's actually great. I haven't been <laughs> I haven't been falling asleep till late, anyways. Um, and I've been like trying to play more basketball, get myself in shape since the pandemic. Yeah. And so yesterday, um, even just coming back and catching the second half of Wisconsin's game against Illinois and the second half of or the the full game of Marquette versus Villanova that's going to be the Bucks full game. So like, this is like a match made in heaven for me as a night owl. Um, and you know, it's, it's great. Like I actually, like, I like to equate things to basketball because it's what I've done my whole life. I equate it to when I had to come off the bench, right. You get to watch the game a little bit. You get to diagnose what you're seeing and then you get to go in and play. So for me, the road trip is all right. What are you noticing? Then when I'm on the broadcast, when they're back at home, and there's going to be three straight right before the all-star break. I can see if there's some trends that I saw Mm -hmm. that I picked up that I'm watching for. And those little things I can put into the pregame show, say off the top with Dave, like of what we're looking for when Giannis goes to the free throw line, unfortunately his routine's not as long, but I think that's helped him uh, on the very good stretch as he's just got a more, less room for air, right? One dribble, boom, you're not thinking too much. You're not overthinking. The best three free throw shooters, statistically, it's been proven that you don't take a ton of time, right? They know what they're doing. They're confident. You get there, one dribble, boom. I've practiced a million times. 
you're now you're not thinking in the breath and the, the you know the motion. So I got a little bit of a tangent there, but you get my point. I'm just looking for things, and it's an opportunity to look from an outside perspective without having to think what I'm going to say. I can just come up with a bunch of things that I might want to say. Well, it's it's an important trip for the Bucks as well. I mean, we've spoke about the fact that uh, a number of these teams have players out. Uh, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen with the Lakers and LeBron, but Damian Lillard won't be playing for the Blazers. So it's an opportunity to win. But anytime you go out west, it's obviously always a challenging uh, trip here as well, particularly when they can see the finish line of a little mini break here coming up in the next couple of weeks. So we'll see. We'll be back on Monday with Locked On Bucks. Though. We'll wrap up what we've seen on the weekend, particularly that game with the Blazers. It is a back-to-back uh, but we will uh, wrap it all up on Monday. But for you, Ben, this was a pleasure, man. It's great to catch up finally. I, you know, Dave Kane are going to get on here as well. But I just wanted you guys to to get comfortable in the seat. Uh, you know, start to start to enjoy the job before I start hustling you. Well, uh, I expect nothing less, and I and I want you to get after me a little bit. You know, I I know I know you go for those walks, and if you hear me say something stupid, you better tweet me. <laughs> No, no, no. I just, uh, uh, Justin, for sure, if he says anything silly, he will be hearing from me uh, pronto. That's just what he speaks. That's true. That's that's very true. Trust me. Yeah. We we talk a lot on this show and that's a a fact. All right. That's been Brust and uh, Dog Bruce is walking around. It looks like he wants to go for a walk or something, but it's cold over there. Uh, Tough times to be a dog in Milwaukee. It sure is. He's mad at me right now. Like he's like, hey, you got home, you went outside. Just because your hands are cold and didn't want to throw the tennis ball is not my fault, but um, I tend to be a little bit of a baby. Poor Bruce. But uh, it's another reason why you need to jump on the YouTube. So if you haven't, if you haven't watched us on YouTube yet, uh, come say hello to Bruce. Hit subscribe. Uh, we would really appreciate that. But as I mentioned, we'll be back on Monday to wrap up the games over there. For now, uh, for myself, for Ben, have a great weekend. We'll catch you next week.